This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of KCN Hiccups! Hello everybody! <laughs> Gwyn has the hiccups just as we were going to get started recording, so... Yes, unfortunately. We have this trick somebody told us about getting rid of hiccups. It's super weird, but sometimes it actually does work. So you take a straw and you put it in your mouth horizontally, like bite down with it with your teeth and hold it in your mouth as far back as it can go. And then you lean over the sink with the straw horizontally in your mouth. So your mouth isn't shut. And then you drink a glass of water with this straw it's worked. apparatus in your mouth. And it does work. It's crazy. So hopefully, I'm, I'm curious if this works for you guys, if you try this trick. Tell us. Let us know if it worked for you because it's kind of a weird one, but it's a good one. So sorry about the hiccups, honey. That's okay. So we... um are doing something right now also during this podcast recording. Watching Home Alone and making cupcakes. And making cupcakes. So we're just waiting for the timer to go off upstairs. Ren will run downstairs to tell us the timer's going off. And then we're going to go check the cupcakes. And then come back down and record more, right? Yes. And we also, it's very early, but we also put up our Christmas tree this weekend. Both of them. We are very busy. We are busy with... Um, the girls' basketball tournament's coming up, and we just don't have a lot of time. And this weekend, we had a little time, and so trees up. Christmas is here in our household. Mm-hmm. Does it make your heart warm and fuzzy? Yes. Does it? Especially since we're watching Home Alone. Can I tell the joke? Yes. This joke is from Eloise and James. Why was the artist suspicious? Why? Because he was so sketchy. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's a great joke. Good job, Eloise and James. Very cool. All right. Cupcakes are not done yet. Let's get the rounds in. Ready to go? Yep. Let's do this. Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. Round number one, the category is cats. Thank you to Aubrey for this category idea. Thanks, Aubrey. Question one, adult humans have 206 bones in their body. How many bones does a cat have? Question two. How many litters of kittens can a cat have in one year? Question three. What is a cat called that is born and lives in the wild? Question four. What part of a cat's body is used mostly for balance? Question five. 
Question five: All cats are born with what color eyes? Question six: A cat cannot taste what kind of flavors? Question seven: How many toes do cats have? And now the answers to round one. Question one: Adult humans have two hundred and six bones in their body. How many bones does a cat have? Two hundred and thirty bones, which is twenty-four more bones than we have. <laughs> Hiccup in there. Then we. <laughs> so why do you think cats have more bones than? I don't know myself because they are smaller. Well, think about it. Well, they have a lot of. Bones in their tails. There you go. They have a tail and their ears. Have and a lot they of- have a few extra. I think they have a few extra vertebrae than we do. Don't quote mm-hmm. me. Don't quote me. But I feel like I read I'm that. Not. So, question two: How many litters of kittens can a cat have in a year? Up to three litters. An average litter is around four kittens. So cats can have roughly twelve kittens per year. I did it without a hiccup. Yes. Yeah. So that's interesting. That's a lot of kittens mm-hmm. per cat. Imagine having that many kids. Well, I, I suppose you wouldn't have to take care of them because after a while they're just like they just grow up on their own. But I think this is why cities and places that don't that have like wild cats roaming around. I think this is why there are cat problems because cats have babies and kind of have babies and babies and babies. And then there's just all these cats around. Okay. So, get your cats spayed or neutered so that you don't have to deal with 12 cats a year. <laughs> Question three. What is a cat called that is born and lives in the wild? Feral. So, I sometimes refer to you and Ren as feral cats in a burlap sack. You do? <laughs> I do. I've never heard you call it. Well, I do it behind your back. Because... Wow. <laughs> like when you guys are fighting Such- and you're like... <laughs> Such a motherly bond. Yep. Feral cats in a burlap sack, you and your sister. <laughs> Question four. What part of a cat's body is used mostly for balance? It's tail. I always wondered why animals have tails. I think I think tails have a lot of purposes. Like yeah. monkeys can swing from their tails and mm-hmm. cats use them for balance and like kangaroos Just use for, them like, to... Emotion? Yeah, dogs. Yeah, that's a good idea. They can use it for motion. They probably use them for, I don't know, beating each other. I don't know. <laughs> don't cattle use it to like swash away flies and yep, stuff? Yep, horses definitely do. Horse tails are very helpful for that. Question five. All cats are born with what colored eyes? Blue. Question six. A cat cannot taste what kind of flavors? Sweet. Well, that's disappointing. It's yeah. too bad. If you gave a cat some ice cream, we wouldn't even know that it tasted good. It's like, hmm, I can't put my tongue on this flavor. <laughs> Tastes pretty pretty bland to me. Mm-hmm. Question seven. How many toes do cats have? Eighteen. Normal cats have eighteen toes. Five toes on each front paw 
and four toes on each pack paw. Did not know that they didn't have five, 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 and five like we do. Yeah, I thought that they would have the same amount on every foot. Yeah. yeah. Nope. I didn't know that. Round two. The category is movies. Question one. This question comes from listener Sadie. Thanks, Sadie. What movie takes place in a new theme park built on the original site of Jurassic Park and creates a genetically modified hybrid dinosaur, the Indominus Rex, which escapes containment and goes on a killing spree? Question two. This question comes from listener Declan. Thanks, Declan. After accepting an invitation from a mysterious trainer, Ash, Misty, and Brock meet an artificially created Pokemon who wants to do battle in what movie? Question three. What movie centers on a supernatural board game that releases jungle-based hazards upon its players with every turn they take? Question 4. What is the first movie in the Chronicles of Narnia series? Question 5. In The Wizard of Oz, what is Dorothy told to do in order to find the wizard? Question 6. What are Willy Wonka's small orange and green helpers called? Question 7. What movie is about a pig set to be Christmas dinner, but proves his worth on the farm by showing the farmer that he can herd sheep? And now the answers to round two. Question, I don't know what that was. Question one. What movie takes place in a new theme park built on the original site of Jurassic Park and creates a genetically modified hybrid dinosaur, the Indominus Rex, which escapes containment and goes on a killing spree? Jurassic World. So we haven't let you watch the Jurassic Park movies yet. Yeah. They're a little scary. But I'm fine with that. Hey. Guess what just happened? I tried the remedy. For the no hiccups. more hiccups. That's crazy. It did work, didn't it? Yeah. That was fake. Yeah, Good I, one. it's fake. Question two. After accepting an invitation from a mysterious trainer, Ash, Misty, and Brock meet an artificially created Pokemon who wants to do battle in what movie? Pokemon. Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Who's Mewtwo? I don't know. You could ask Renda. I think it's like a cat with like a really long tail and it's like pinkish, whitish. Hmm. He's just a Pokemon character? Yeah. Well, he strikes back evolution in this movie. Ooh. 
Question three. What movie centers on a supernatural board game that releases jungle-based hazards upon its players with every turn they take? Jumanji! We love the Jumanji movies. Oh, yeah. All of them. The original and then the latest ones. So they, funny. They might be a little intense, intense for some younger viewers, but they're good. They I are recommend good. them. They're funny. Question four. What is the first movie in the Chronicles of Narnia series? The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So, Dad and I want to watch this movie with you, but we want you to read the book first. I actually started reading the book and I was like, hey, that's not that bad. But then what happened? I quit reading it. <laughs> um, our teacher used to read this book to us last year. And you had the choice to, like, color or draw or play games while she read that to you. And I drew. And I was so focused on my drawing, I couldn't pay attention to so it. So she read this book, The Lion, Rich, and Wardrobe, to you? Yep. But oh, Quinn, that's a great book. I know there are like beavers. That's the one. <laughs> yes, that's true. Question five. In The Wizard of Oz, what is Dorothy told to do in order to find the wizard? Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow, 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 follow the yellow brick road. Question six. What are Willy Wonka's small orange and green helpers called? Oompa Loompas. Have you watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory yet? No. The original old one, not the one with Johnny Depp? No. Oh, it's a great movie. We'll have to watch it sometime. I've read The Chocolate Touch. Nah, <laughs> nope, totally different. It's a rolled doll book. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Question seven. What movie is about a pig set to be Christmas dinner, proves his worth on the farm by showing the farmer that he can herd sheep? Babe. What movie is that? You haven't seen Babe? Man. No. Babe is a great movie. I've never seen it. He, he knows how to talk to the sheep. And so he, instead of the dogs chasing the sheep, he just says, excuse me, sheep, can you please go into that pen over there? And they're like, okay, you're polite. Let's do it. And the farmer's like, I've got a pig that can herd sheep. It's a miracle. And then and they oh. save his life. It's a great movie. And he says, bah, ram, you. No, the sheep do. <laughs> It's great. We'll watch it sometime. Okay. Round number three. The category is things you can drive. Question one comes from listener Carter. Thanks, Carter. What is the name for the top of the line street legal high performance sports cars? Question two, what massive machine is used by farmers to efficiently harvest crops from a field? Question three, what is the name of the large diesel-powered construction machine made for digging out earth with its bucket to create trenches, holes, and foundations? Question four, what is a small jet-propelled vehicle that skims across the surface of water and typically ridden like a motorcycle? 
Question five. What is an armored fighting vehicle intended as a primary offensive weapon in frontline ground combat? Question six. What is a low, wide-wheeled motor vehicle for recreational driving on sand? Question seven. What is a type of vehicle called that can drive on land or in the water? And now the round three answers. Question one. What is the name for the top of the line street legal high performance sports cars? A supercar or an exotic car? The definition of a supercar describes an expensive car that's flashy, fast, luxurious, and prestigious. Think of a supercar as top of the line, the best of the best. So Carter's mom wrote me an email asking for a question about supercars. And I was like, great. What's a supercar? <laughs> so it's just like really like the best cars there are. Huh. Fanciest, top of the line, best of the best. Question two. What massive machine is used by farmers to efficiently harvest crops from a field? A combine. We have lots of combines where we live. Mm-hmm. Is that like the one that grinds up corn? It's the one that you see in the field that's huge and it has the big front and then Does a it big have drive. Kind of like a like a top and then like a tilted front and you sit on this like inside yes. thing. Yes. And then it and then it goes through the rows and picks the the corn or the soybeans and then it puts them in the back and then it Does takes it. Have a spitty it. thing at the front that's kind of shaped like a cylinder. Nope, that's a wind rower. But it has. It has like lines on it, it has like it has teeth in the front that go through each of the rows and picks the crops. And then it puts it into a hopper and it knocks off all the bad stuff and it takes the good stuff and puts it in the back. And then once the back is full, then it shoots it into the wagon and the wagon farmer takes it to the elevator to give it to the people. That's a very fancy machine. Question three. What is the name of the large diesel powered construction machine made for digging out earth with its bucket to create trenches, holes and foundations? An excavator. Question four. What is a small jet-propelled vehicle that skims across the surface of water and typically is ridden like a motorcycle? Jet ski. You want to know something? I'm the one that came up for this question. Yeah. You did. I'm the one that came up with the vehicle for this question. Have you? My mom is the one that searches up all these questions. She is awesome. Thank you. That's nice of you. Have you ever ridden on a jet ski before? Oh yes. Oh yes. Do you like to? Yes. Yep, it's they're... a little it's a little nerve-wracking. Yeah, it's a little intense, but they're fun. Question five. What is an armored fighting vehicle intended as a primary offensive weapon in frontline ground combat? A tank. Tanks are cool. Do they have like cylinder, uh, like pipe looking things, and then you can shoot like bullets at them? Yeah. Yep. Question six What is a low, wide wheeled motor vehicle 
for recreational driving on sand? Dune buggy. I would ride in a dune buggy. If anybody wants to give me a dune buggy ride, I would take it. Question seven. What is a type of vehicle called that can drive on land or in the water? Amphibious vehicle. So I think there are a few different types of amphibious vehicles, but anything that can go from land into water is referred to as an amphibious vehicle, like an amphibian, which is a animal that goes on land and in the water. Round number four. The category is flowers. Thank you to listener Jalen for this idea. Thanks, Jalen. Question one. Why are flowers so brightly colored? Question two. What is the female part of a flower called? Question three. What are the green mini leaves at the base of a flower called? Question four. Which two colors does a lilac bloom in? Question five. In which country did tulips become a very good investment item? Question six. The winner of the Kentucky Derby is draped with a blanket of what flower? Question seven. True or false? Like a birthstone, each month of the year has a birth flower. And now the answers to round four. Question one. Why are flowers so brightly colored? To attract bees. Bright, showy blooms indicate a plant's health, and this attracts bees. Bees come to gather nectar and pollen, and incidentally to spread pollen to other flowers. Pollen is a primary food for the bee's larva, and because they must carry it back to the hive instead of consuming it on the spot, it is easily spread to the other flowers. So they're technically like um, a transportation vehicle. Yeah. Kind of like a bus. It's like, here, Paul, and you hop on me and I'll drop you off on another, at, yep. at another place. Absolutely. Question two. What is the female part of a flower called? The pistil. The pistil is a flower's female reproductive structure. Its long neck is called the style, and this leads down to the ovary, where the plant's eggs are stored. Plants and animal reproductive systems really aren't as different as you might think. The male part of the flower is called the stamen. Oh, Do you know this? I don't think so. Hmm. It's very sciencey. Question three. 
What are the green mini leaves at the base of the flower called? Sepals. If you look at a flower from the bottom or upside down, you'll see what look like small green petals or miniature leaves adhering tightly to the lowest petals. I've seen those, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like a flower and then they have like green leaves. Like I feel like it's like holding Yeah, them up. it's almost like a base. Yeah. I didn't know they were called sepals. Here's the flower. Here is the, the sepal. Open the door. <laughs> Open the door. See all and the see petals. the pistol and the stamen. <laughs> Vocabulary, guys. We're crushing it tonight. Question four: Which two colors does the lilac bloom in? Purple and white. Lilacs are a very popular ornamental bush in landscaping. The variety with pale purple blooms is the more common one, and the white ones are a bit rarer. I've never really seen a white one. I oh. think. Lilacs are one of my favorites. They smell so good. They smell so good. There's a lilac bush on one of our walking trails yes. in town, and every time we walk by it, we pull a flower off and we smell it the rest of our trip, don't we? Or we just like pass it and you can just smell it. Smell all it from it. far away. Oh, oh lilacs man. are so, so amazing. Question five. In which country did tulips become a very good investment item? Holland or the Netherlands. Same thing. Tulips are associated with Holland to this day, largely because of the great tulip craze of the 17th century, in which tulips outpriced gold. This flower is not native to the Netherlands, but was imported and became so valuable that fortunes were made or lost on their trading. So we know a lot about tulips and Holland because we live by a place that has a tulip festival every year and they celebrate yeah. the Netherlands and, and their tulips. Big rides and a parade. Yep. It's so fun. Yep. Question six. The winner of the Kentucky Derby is draped with a blanket of what flower? Roses. This is why the most famous horse race in America is called the run for the roses. This is rooted in a tradition of men giving ladies who attended the race a rose. The Derby's organizer made the rose the symbol of the race, leading to the winner's victory wreath and the informal name. So if you win the Kentucky Derby, this horse gets this beautiful rose wreath draped around its kind of shoulders. Oh, it's beautiful. Did you, did you know the Kentucky Derby was a horse race? I didn't. Oh, well, it is. It's in Louisville. Question seven, true or false? Like a birthstone, each month of the year has a birth flower. It's true. And if you'd like to know your birth month flower, I'll tell you. If you were born in January, it's the carnation or the snowdrop. February, violet and primrose. March, daffodil and jonquil. April, daisy and sweet pea. May, Lily of the Valley and Hawthorn. June, Rose and Honeysuckle. July, Larkspur and Water Lily. August, Gladiolas and Poppies. September, Aster and Morning Glories. October, Marigold and Cosmos. November, Chrysanthemums. December, Narcissus and Holly. I knew the states had a flowers or something, but I did not know that months of the year had flowers. Yeah. 
So Remarkable. you were born in July, so you have the Larkspur or, or water, water lily. lily. Do you know that Ren's name means water lily in Japanese? Yep. Round number five. The category is U.S. presidents. Thanks to Sam for this idea. Question one. Who was the fifth president of the United States? Question two. Who was the first president to be born in the United States? Question three. How many presidents died in office? Question four. What year did Alexander Hamilton become president? Question five. What state produced the most U.S. presidents? Question six. How many presidents have died on the 4th of July? Question seven. Which U.S. president purchased Alaska from Russia? And now the answers to round five. Question one. Who is the fifth president of the United States? James Monroe. So when I was in elementary school, we had an assembly and this guy came. And he taught us to sing all of the presidents in order to the tune of Yankee Doodle. And I have used this little mind memory thing that I have for the presidents in order my whole life. Like I can, if somebody says, what's this, who's the 17th president? I just sing the song and count on my fingers. So it's become really useful to me in my lifetime. So bear with me. I'm going to sing the song for you and maybe you guys can learn it too. Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, and Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, McKinley, Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, Hoover, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, and Biden. I'm not kidding. Like, I use that song so often. Really? It's great to know. It's great to know the presidents. Mm -hmm. Question two. Who is the first president to be born in the United States? Martin Van Buren, the eighth president. The Constitution requires the U.S. president to be a natural-born citizen, but the first seven presidents were born before the United States gained independence, meaning they were from Great Britain. 
Martin Van Buren, the eighth president, was born in New York in 1782. Nice. Did you know that in order to be president of the United States, you have to be born in the United States? I do. And you have to be either 25 or 35. 35. 35. That's it. That's it. That's all you have to do. Seems pretty easy. So you got what? Like 18 to vote. Yeah. True. Question three. How many presidents died in office? Eight. The presidents that died while in office were William Henry Harrison, Zachary Taylor, Abraham Lincoln, James Garfield, William McKinley, Warren G. Harding, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and John F. Kennedy. So four of these eight were assassinated while they were in office. Lincoln. John F. Kennedy. Yep, Lincoln, Garfield, McKinley, and John F. Kennedy were all assassinated. Do you remember when we did the previous episode about presidents and we talked about William Henry Harrison, how he was only president for like two months because he rode his horse for a really long way and gave that really long speech and caught a cold and then died? I remember that. Question four. What year did Alexander Hamilton become president? Trick question. He didn't. Alexander Hamilton was never president. He was just a very well-known man that contributed a lot to politics. Though he was never the president, he did serve as the country's first secretary of the treasury, as well as founded the first political party, the Federalists. So he was very important. That's why he's on the $10 bill. And that's why they have a musical about him. But he was never president. Mm. Ain't never gonna be president. Ain't never gonna be president. No, never gonna be president. No. Question five. What state produced the most U.S. presidents? Virginia. Eight U.S. presidents have been born in Virginia. Ohio is close behind with seven. I think Washington was. I think... Jefferson probably was. Jefferson was. I think Madison was too. Probably. Yep. So... That's all I know. I learned that from Hamilton, guys. It's so good. How many were born in Iowa? No. I don't know if any have been. Oh, I think there's like one or three. One or three? I know. There's a lot off. John Wayne's from Iowa. Oh, then one. <laughs> He's not a president. <laughs> <laughs> Good that. John Wayne? He was like a famous actor in the Westerns oh. back in the day. Wow. <laughs> How do we get from presidents to John Wayne being an Iowan citizen? He's the only Iowan I can think of. <laughs> That's okay. Question six. How many presidents have died on the 4th of July? Three. John Adams and Thomas Jefferson died within a few hours of each other on the 4th of July in 1826. And James Monroe died on July 4th, 1831. It's kind of funny that John Adams and Thomas Jefferson were right next to each other while being president. And then they both died. Yeah. On the same day. day. It's crazy. In the same year. Question seven. Which U.S. president purchased Alaska from Russia? Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson purchased Alaska for $7.2 million. This purchase ended Russia's presence in North America and ensured U.S. access to the Pacific Northern Rim. I don't know a lot about Andrew Johnson. I had to look a little bit up about him. He was the guy who became president after Lincoln was assassinated. Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, and Hayes. Hayes. So, yeah. And he was impeached. 
That means... Basically, he got fired and kicked out of the presidency. Oh, what did he do wrong? Uh, it had to do with slavery, and he did some stuff. So I don't know. I don't know exactly, but he did some shady things, and they said, you're out of here, Andrew Johnson. And now it's time for the final exam. Now remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one, how many bones does a cat have? 230. Question two, what is the name for the top-of-the-line street-legal high-performance sports cars? A supercar or an exotic car? Question three. What is the name of the female part of a flower? The pistil. Question four. What is a cat called that is born and lives in the wild? Feral. Question five. What are the green mini leaves at the base of the flower called? Sepals. Question six. What is the first movie in the Chronicles of Narnia series? The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Question seven. Which U.S. president purchased Alaska from Russia? Andrew Johnson. And that's Raffos. You know what's crazy? Your hiccups really are gone. Yep. They really I mean it really worked. Mm -hmm. After that first round, I said, we gotta go take care of this because people aren't gonna want to listen to you hiccup the whole time. <laughs> and you went, you put the straw in horizontally. I didn't even do it correctly. Like it was in the front of my it was like on uh, I've lost my pointy teeth. So I stuck it in between those two teeth and I just Lean my head back and oh no, kind of. You got to do it over the sink because went, oh. it spills out. And the lo and first behold, time I tried to do it in the back, and the straw kept popping out. But whatever you did, it worked. So mm -hmm. you saved the podcast from the hiccups. Woo! Thank you guys for listening. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, please email us at trivia for kids podcast at gmail.com.